Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good buddies? We are here to talk about an amazing day of fantasy football goodness. We had so many players bouncing back today. A lot of the show favorites are going crazy. We had some slow starts with Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Kyle Pitts, ETN, all of which bouncing back on a terror to some degree or another, or at least we're seeing signs of life that we absolutely love. I mean, there's so much going on. Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow dropping 300 yards and three passing TDs and one long rushing touchdown. So four tutties for the the guy named Cigar Smoking Joe Burrow. And his counterpart, Jamar Chase, pulling in two scores. Could have had three. He's always dropping a touchdown or two. Could have had a three-tutty game, but he had two TDs, 132, and seven catches. Phenomenal day. Phenomenal day. Deion Jackson stepping up big time. Is Deion Jackson an issue for JT? No, Matt. No. And on top of that, he hurt his quad, so he actually didn't finish the game. So, no. Jackson's good. He's a good cuff. Amazing cuff. We'll see how his injury is, but he's not a a, a threat to, to JT. Okay. So, we got so much to get into. I mean, we got, we, first and foremost, Joe Burrow and Chase are back. They kind of needed this, this was like a mental hurdle getting over this hump of having a really successful win and statistical output. And I think having this connection, this two-tutty connection on Sunday really kind of put the all the, the negative stuff in the rear view is what I'm hoping. But they absolutely smashed. And you know what? Let's give the old tripod a, a push for good old time's sake, and I kind of made some tweaking to the tripod, ladies and gentlemen, because I think it's time we adjust and adapt now. Everybody say thank you to Javante Williams for his service, and we wish him well. We have to move on. It is what it is. The tripod has been restructured, and I will have a new audio clip to go with it, but here we go. The tripod is constructed using a combination of things from ancient Egypt, blah, 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 blah. And now we got Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow, and we got uh, this guy named Hertz and his counterpart, A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker. You're looking at the, the tripod times two. You're looking at the tripod times two. This is what we're looking at moving forward when we throw the tripod on the screen. And, and I'm just excited and, th- and thrilled about what we're seeing on the field for some of these guys. Look, Brees Hall. Let's, let's talk about Brees Hall next. So, Burrow, Jamar Chase, congratulations to everybody that stuck through this. Because we had a lot of people giving up on this, this duo, this, this, this pancake stack uh, of, of, a, of a quarterback and wide receiver, receiver through. I mean, they, they've struggled. So I, I get where people are coming from, uh, not not wanting to keep the faith in Joe Burrow, worrying about the offensive line, but we knew it was in there. The talent was in there. It's just a matter of it all coming together. And Jamar Chase had to deliver, and he did. He had to deliver. His fantasy owners would not forgive him if he didn't drop straight fire. And I'm not talking about mediocre fire. I'm talking about straight boiling hot fire on the field in week number six. And he did just that. Joe Burrow 
is back. Joe Burrow looks good. And every time everybody said Joe Burrow looks bad, he looks like a trash can, Smitty. He's not doing it. I'm giving up on Joe Burrow. Do I bench Joe Burrow? You don't bench Joe Burrow. You know, I understand he's been he's been struggling. But when you watch him on the field, even when he's struggling, he's doing good. He's doing the best he can. It's the offensive line that's holding him back. And, and that is part of the problem. That's been part of the concern. Well, Smitty, what if, and this is a good question to ask, Smitty, Smitty, but Smitty, what if the offensive line doesn't improve? Then does it really matter? And the answer is no, it wouldn't matter. If the offensive line couldn't block for him, and there's times where they let him get leveled, uh, then, you know, the situation and player are tied together. And if Joe Burrow couldn't get blocking, if he couldn't get uh, time to throw the football, if Jamar Chase didn't catch the football, Joe Burrow would absolutely, you know, uh, disappoint. And then you start eventually giving up on the guy. So we needed this game. I'm not going to lie. I, w- I, was, I was at the point where I'm like, we need this game or people are not going to hang on. They're not going to hang on. I'm very excited about Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and the Bengals go forward. I'm even excited about Joe Mixon, who looked pretty good in this game, pulling in one of the touchdown passes that Joe Burrow was slinging out there. Again, Joe Burrow ran for one touchdown. He he threw for three touchdowns. He had a very, very nice day. But I'm excited about what Mixon was showing. Mixon's a good buy low. And the fact that he didn't blow up numbers-wise, you might still be able to get Mixon a little cheaper than you should. I imagine his touchdown and his in, his involvement in the team winning is going to definitely elevate his stock a little bit. But Mixon might be a good go-get player. If you've got Najee Harris still and you didn't listen to me after week one, trade him. After week two, all right, have you traded him yet? After week three, have you traded him yet? Week four, we're here entering week number seven. Now, coming into, you know, the, the final two games here, the Thursday night game and the Monday night game, then it, then we're going into week seven. And if you still got Najee Harris, you I don't know what to tell you. I know it's hard to trade, but some of you come to me and say, Smitty, Smitty, no one's trading in my league. I call cap to some degree. I'm not saying I don't trust that you're trying. I'm saying that maybe you need to step back and look at your trade technique a little bit. Maybe you're just going out there and you're slinging out offers and you're not having conversations like the good old days. Maybe you're not picking up, not necessarily the phone, but you grab your phone and you sit here and you go, hey, Bob, what do you say me and you do a trade? And you plant a seed or two versus just getting on your computer uh, like an introvert and sending five different offers to people. They get rejected. Then you come back to me and you say something like, Smitty, they don't trade in my league. I call cap. I call cap. I don't care. I call cap. I'm doing it. I'm calling cap. I'm, I'm even, in fact, I'm taking, telling you to take a lap. Take a lap. Because I, I watch too many people come back around full circle when I have a conversation with them, especially on my text line. And if you want to get on the text line, all you got to do is go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and order one of my packages that include the text line or right below the pricing table. You can order the text line by itself. But I can't tell you how many people I have conversations with where I'm like, let's slow down a second. You can't trade Najee. What can we do? What can we do? We work through it. Before a week goes by, I get an email or a text on my text line that says, Smitty, we did it. We did it. Or you see, you've see, you seen him yourself. You've seen him in the live chat. Smitty, I got it done. Smitty, I got it done. Because you're planting seeds. You're having patient conversations. You're trying to s- slow roll people. You're not trying to quick roll them. 
You're, it's called slow rolling. You've got to slow roll your opponent and plant a seed. It's not, hey, can you take Najee from me, please? And it's 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 like that's what I, that's what I see over and over. Can you take Najee from me? What he won't do it, Smitty. I tried to offer a trade. He wouldn't do it. You've got to slow roll. You got to plant a seed. Hey, you want to make a trade? Patient, old school trade negotiation, verbal trade offers. What happened to the verbal trade offer? There was a guy in my league back in the day who would only accept a trade while he was driving in his car. If he was driving in his car, not parked in a parking spot, not in a drive-thru parked getting food. If he was driving in his vehicle and I could hear him driving, he would make a trade 80% of the time. Even if I had to negotiate with him to try and get it to where he would do it. No matter what, he would do a trade if he was driving. You pick up the patterns when you actually communicate with people on how to get a deal done. There's psychology in trading. That's why I bring the psychology to fantasy football. It's so important and vital in trade negotiation. And it's on me. It's on me. It's on me why I didn't attack this more in the offseason on how to trade better and to retool your trade techniques. And a lot of you think that you're invincible. I'm the best trader. I've been doing this 15 years, Smitty. You can't teach me how to trade. I'm a pro. Look, I can learn. We all can learn how to better make trades and better negotiate trades. There's a reason that you could actually learn your entire life to be a negotiator and to continue to learn and always have something to absorb. Nobody's a perfect negotiator. You could always improve on your negotiation. But what I try and teach people is that if you are in a position, look at that Kenneth Walker replay touchdown. Love it. Kenny Walker season. Kenny Walker. To the moon. To the moon. I love it. We're getting to Kenny. Don't worry. But when you're making a trade, and you're not planting seeds, you're not having conversations, you're not trying to do the old, hey, let's have a conversation or even text, but pick up the phone even, or text somebody, and try and negotiate a trade the old-fashioned way, you can't plant seeds, you're only going to get rejections. Let me ask you a question, if you get a trade offer that may be borderline bad, what are you all doing? What are you all doing? You're coming to me, you're coming to the chat, you're coming to an IG chat group, you're texting a buddy. If you get a blind offer sent to you through the app, your your app of choice, or through your email, through a notification, what are you doing? What are each one of you doing? I'll answer the question for you. You're consulting with someone. Why? Because you're not on the spot. You're not on the spot. What happens when you consult with somebody? You're going to get a very good amount of very good pieces of advice they're going to tell you no don't do a bad trade so let me ask you this it's logical guys it's logical what are the odds that you're going to make a good or a bad trade if you're talking to a lot of people the odds are slim to none because guess what there's knowledge in numbers that's why when you're on, on who wants to be a millionaire when they ask the audience that 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 answer that average answer is almost always correct Because you ask a massive amount of people and you're going to get a better, more likely positive answer and correct answer. If you send an offer to somebody blind through the app and they get it, they're going to speak to people about it. Someone's bringing it to me and I'm saying, don't do that. What are you doing? Somebody earlier today said, should I trade? Should I start Brees Hall or or Eno Benjamin? And I'm like, what are you talking about? 
So even on start bench questions, you bring them to people, people talk you down. My point is you have a conversation with someone via text or especially on the phone and you say, hey, why don't we do a deal? And they're pressured to do it. They're more likely to make a mistake on the fly. Boom. You land a big trade that way. So stop telling me you can't trade Najee Harris. I'm tired of hearing it, frankly, because unless you're in a league where nobody ever trades, which is maybe the case, that's where it wouldn't be capped. That's where I wouldn't call cap is if you're in a league where there's no no one trades ever, then I can't really help you anyway, right? Nobody trades. How am I going to help you in a league where nobody trades? How am I going to help you in a league where literally Bob from accounting doesn't even check his trades? You could send him a trade offer right now. Your, 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 your uh, Brees Hall for his Curtis Samuel and offer him Brees Hall for free and he wouldn't check his trades all year. It would sit there all year. I can't help you if you play in a, in a bogus league like that. I can't help you. But if you play in a league where trades are getting done and you tell me you can't get rid of Najee, it's because you need to retool your approach. Okay? So, Burrow, Jamar are back. To the moon, both of them. To the moon. Tripod's in full effect. Where's my tripod button? Tripod is in full effect. And the... The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Can we get a can we get a stack of all stacks uh, a pancake emoji? Now, granted, there are better stacks. Diggs and, and and Allen are a better stack. This was a cheap stack to acquire, given how far down Joe Burrow was in in terms of uh, draft capital. So it makes sense, cost of entry as being one of the best stacks in fantasy football. And today it proved to be just that. Um, that's why we put that stack of all stacks up there. Of course, you could pay more higher draft capital and have a better stack. Um, but that was the, the most cost-effective stack in fantasy football. And it still is today because Joe Burrow probably doesn't cost anywhere near what a Josh Allen costs. And so you can get this and acquire other talent if you're doing trades or doing, like, say, a draft right now. Love love me some Burrow Jamar Chase. Now let's get to Brees Hall. Where's Brees Hall at? Where's this monster? Can we get a can we get a standing ovation for Brees Hall? Let's do it. Where's yeah. Your Brees Hall merch can be found and located in the link in the description of this video if you want to get yourself a Brees' Pieces shirt or a hoodie. Um, Brees Hall is a monster. They're not even feeding him full course meals yet. Brees Hall is not even eating full course meals. And guess what he's still doing to people? Even not eating full course meals, he's still... Get Brees. Get Brees. He's breezing people left and right. 20 totes of the rock. 116. And adding two receptions and an additional five yards. And one touchdown, which they neglect to put on the screen here. Brees Hall had 116 and a tutty. And he had two receptions for an additional five yards. He is a a receiving specialist. So he he had two catches the week prior. 50 yards a catch, 100 total yards. If he's not doing it via the air, he's doing it on the ground. If he's not doing it on the ground, he's doing it through through the air. Brees Hall, I Smitty approve you beyond Smitty approving. You've just been Smitty approved. I mean, this guy is on fire. This guy, and he hasn't even been totally ignited yet. We got one engine on this plane and he's going to take off this jet right here is going to take off once both engines are fired up 
This guy could be a 150 on the ground rusher in a tutty. And he could be a 150 total yard guy on the regular. This is a man right here that can take the ball house anytime he touches the football. This is a 4-3-9 running back, maybe even faster now because he's getting NFL training from NFL coaches at an NFL level. So he may be even faster than his college un, un, uncultivated, un, uh, unmolded, unsculpted uh, environment coming out of college. This guy's running a 4-3-9, probably running much faster. He can take the ball house at any moment. And when I look at Brees Hall, I see JT pre this year right here, where it's like JT came in his rookie year, seemed like he kind of disappointed some people early on, right, JT? And then he kind of came around once he was fed full volume, and it it just, life of his own, just boom, he's top of the top of the game. And I still believe, we're going to talk about JT, that JT's an amazing acquire and acquisition for the crafty owner. Just like I said, go get Pittman. Just like I said, go get Gabe Davis the, day, the, the week before. Eckler, you want my my go get of the week? It's gonna be. It's still gonna be JT among a couple other names we're gonna throw out there. But Pittman, by low Pittman season's gone. Like I, that's why I screamed, get Pittman, get Pittman, get Pittman before this game kicked off. Pittman exploded. We'll get to Pittman in a minute. Um, Pittman's a wide receiver one again. Pittman's a wide receiver one again. Foreclosure season. You got to go get Pittman at foreclosure pricing. And if you did it, congrats to you. And you're going to maybe win your league because you acquired Michael Pittman at wide receiver three or flex value. And now he's going to drop loads all over the field on a regular basis as potentially a low-end wide receiver one or even a mid-range wide receiver one for you. Congratulations if you if you got him. Steven in payroll. Unbelievable job. Uh, hit that thumb up button on your way in the door. We only have 65 thumbs up and 264 in the building. So please punch that button. Brees Hall is barely getting fed. Brees Hall is not even at the, the edge of... Of, of where he could climb up to. He's not even close to the top of his tier. Not even close. And imagine when he's getting 24, 25 totes of the rock. Or 20, even if it's just 20. Let's just say 20 totes of the rock. But he's getting that 5 catches for 65 yards. Potentially 2 tutty games where he's receiving 1 and running 1 in. This is Christian McCaffrey meets JT in JT's prime. Think JT last year. JT last year meets Christian McCaffrey. That's what we're looking at right here in this guy, Brees Hall. It's absolutely phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I can't wait to watch him progress and get better. This is a top five running back go forward. I'm very interested to know where you guys rank him in redraft. Can I get a a redraft and a number and dynasty and a number in the chat? Let's collect everybody's vote and let's see what you guys are all thinking. Write the word redraft and what number running back he is. One, two, three, four, five going forward. And in dynasty, dynasty, what number running back you think he is going forward. One, two, three, four, five. I'm very curious to know how high you all are on Brees Hall. And I venture to say he's in the top five in both of those, Redraft and Dynasty. And I'm going to look at the chat right now, and I'm going to read off what I see. Going to trade for Walker, I think. Good good luck trying, uh, Yes, I don't think you're going to get Walker at this point. Walker is untouchable at this point. But let's go. 
Let's see what you guys think. Drop a vote in the chat. Let's just tally it up and try and figure out where, where you guys think. Redraft number six is Jordan. Um, redraft number, uh, see, trade for Brees or Walker if you can't. You can't, Pablo. You can't. Redraft two, redraft five, redraft six, dynasty one, redraft six, dynasty six, redraft four, four, redraft four. Redraft number eight, Avi. That's pretty low, Avi. Dynasty number one, redraft seven, redraft six, dynasty two. One and one from Travis. Dynasty one, says Kevin. Redraft number five, says Lion. Redraft, Logan says five and one. Um, redraft nine. Unbelievable. Uh, so, honestly, guys, sky's the limit. Sky is the absolute limit for this kid. And if anybody thinks he can't become a top one to five overall player, you're out of your mind. Uh, Super chats I'm getting after we get through all the news. Uh, Per usual, Avi. Per usual. Drop them in order so you get your answer as quick as possible. So keep dropping the Super chats. I'll get to them in a second. But we're going through the news, Avi. Not everything circles around your team, Avi. I appreciate you, of course. And I love your super chat, but we need to get through this amount of goodness that we're talking about, Avi. And I might answer some of your questions in all this as well. So hang tight. Super chats, I, will, I always take care of the super chats. Don't worry, I might miss one or two uh, because you guys are amazing. You throw so many at me. Who is the new buy low? Kate, Kate I, that's my job. Kate is to, to work on that all week for you. And I'll give you some hints as we go through. But Pittman was that guy. <laughs> Pittman was that Pittman dropping loads today. They've been dropping. Get Pittman. Pittman doing it. Pittman was doing it today. He had a day. Pittman had a day. Had a total day. Where's my? Give me a button. I need to something. You know. I mean, Pittman had a day. So Brees Hall, absolutely phenomenal day. Uh, Kyle Pitts returned a little bit of a resurgence of Kyle Pitts. He only had three targets. He caught all three balls. 19 yards and a tutty. And it was nice to see him in the end zone. I think he definitely could be uh, back and forth. Let's let's be honest. Um, there's there's no real lock that this guy's going to get the, the touchdown every week when he's only getting three targets. So there's, there's legitimate concern still for Kyle Pitts' volume and ability to produce at lower said volume. However, we know the talent is there. And if Mariota, who runs constantly, gets hurt, which is likely improbable, or him getting benched at some point, likely probable. And him running around, winning games doesn't help him get yanked from the lineup. It only helps him stay solidified. If I was the coach here, or the decision maker, I would use Mariota much like the Saints use Taysom Hill and get Ritter in there and use Mariota all over the field like Taysom Hill. That would be the smartest play by the Falcons, if you ask me, to get guys like London and Pitts the football. Right now, it's resurgence a little bit, yeah, and we're, we're getting excited about it, but be, expect maybe some ups and downs until Ritter gets in there, until things really change. But I love Kyle Pitts. This is why we bought low on Kyle Pitts. Uh, ETN looked phenomenal, but they just didn't give him the volume he deserved, and they gave, what's his name, uh, Mc, Mc, uh, Hasty that one o- wide-open touchdown run, the same thing that happened when Jay, uh, James Robinson got that carry 
uh, in what, week three or four, where he just open lane. My grandma could have ran through it to the end zone. Just an open lane. Same thing with Hasty. He was quick. He looked good on it. But ETN, that was ETN's run. If ETN had had that touchdown run, he would be untouchable right now. So he's a little bit easier to trade for than any of the other breakout running backs we've been touting and talking about. But ETN's looking good. 10 rushes, 8 yards a carry. This guy's this guy's averaging a massive amount of yards per carry whenever he's on the field. And he's, he's 2 catches for 20 yards. We'd like to see him more involved in the passing game because that could help protect him. Kind of like Brees Hall. Brees Hall's probably the most, I would say... I would say Brees Hall and like McCaffrey and, and a few other players are the most situation-proof players in the NFL at the running back position because you've got a guy in Brees Hall that can do 100 yards and a touchdown via the air if the team's down. He can he can do it on the ground, 100 and a tutty on the ground. So Brees Hall can't be game-scripted out. Brees Hall is that guy. He is him. Brees Hall is him. Travis Etienne has that capability they're just not quite using him at a full capacity and he's got a half a battery charged and so 86 yards rushing was phenomenal 20 yards receiving but there's no touchdown he should have had a touchdown um we'll see what happens but i'm very excited that they've got him all over the field and they seem to trust him they give him several goal line looks and 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 touches around the goal line and he didn't get in but it wasn't necessarily his fault uh, but I'm I'm excited about ETN going forward. He's going to make a fantastic flex play go forward, and then again he's going to rise up. Pittman, Pittman to the moon. To what the can moon. You say about Michael Pittman that hasn't been said a hundred times over already. Thirteen targets or sixteen targets pulled in thirteen receptions for a buck thirty-four. We knew this was going to be a bounce back situation, and this guy was one of my favorite go get players walking into this week. And what did I tell you? My exact words were, this is this week's version of last week's Gabe Davis. People giving Gabe Davis away before week number five. And I said, go get him. People giving away Pittman in deals. Two, one for one, give me Pittman. Okay, I'll give you Pittman. What, total giveaway. Total giveaway. This guy is a wide receiver one still. And everybody overdrafted him. And I said stay away from him on draft day. Because people were taking him in the second and third round. It was foreclosure season. You could walk in. Someone's foreclosing on Michael Pittman. And you might have just won your league. By getting Pittman on the low. Congratulations. Very proud of all of you that pulled those trades off. And that had the courage to go after Pittman. Despite being a guy that looked like he was in trouble. This is a guy that's been on my sell list for a little while. Not because I don't believe he can continue to do well. I'm certainly not saying that this is a harbinger of things to come, that that Nick Chubb's going to fall off or anything. I'm just saying he had such high value. Everyone asks me why he's on my sell list every week. Why is Nick Chubb on my sell list? Every week he's on my my buy low, sell high list. Because it's, it's, it's advantageous to trade somebody that doesn't get a ton of receiving work in a PPR world that's surviving as a top one, two, three overall running back. It just makes it's logical to say, hey, this guy's not getting the PPR volume, yet he's the number one or number two running back through five weeks of football. It just made sense to explore and poke around at a trade to see if you could get two potential players, get a get a Brees Hall and an AJ Brown potentially for a Nick Chubb, 
or even better, you know, a Debo or a, uh, you know, a, a potential Adams in a Brees Hall or whatever you could end up finagling using a Nick Chubb top one to two or three overall ranked player walking out of five weeks of football. So, so I'm not saying this will continue. I'm just saying if you were able to trade him away, this was a good reason why he can have those up and down games. If the game script calls for it, 12 touches, he can't do anything with 12 touches. So, uh, sold Chubb for Eckler and Brady. That's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of opportunity, especially if you were, you know, getting killed at quarterback. There's a lot of opportunity to take advantage of his inflated value, which could go back and forth. He could keep rising into the top three. But I think it's games like this that will remind people not to overpay for him if they're trading for him. So, Nick Chubb, I'm not saying he's going to bust or anything. I'm just saying that those that, that traded him high did a good job. And he could he could have these games once in a while. Not that anybody is ultra consistent every single week. But, you know, Najee Harris, we already talked about this. Like, he shouldn't be on your team at this point. If he is, you need to try harder to trade him. And if you think you're doing everything you can, I call cap. Because, like I explained earlier, I don't, I don't need to go over it again. But you're probably just sending out blind offers. You're probably having no pre-conversations. You're planting no seeds. You're not having any kind of deceptive trade tactic conversations where you're like, hey, who can I have? And you poke around and you start offering things. And before you know it, you swing back around and you've got this conversation that's going better than it should because you set up the conversation. It's all about psychology and fantasy football. And your boy Smitty with a psych degree is going to bring psychology and fantasy football to you this offseason more than I ever have before. I vow to. It's my fault. I'm taking a lap for not giving you more exposure to psychology Take a lap. and fantasy Take a lap. football trading techniques. It's Take on me. Lap. I'm taking a lap. But I will, I will, I will remedy that this offseason. I promise you, we're going to do more psychology and fantasy football. Super chats. I'm getting to right after this. McCaffrey rushed 13 times for 69 yards. He's always barely getting it done. He's ripping off a long run or ripping off a long reception. Uh, he could get traded into a very good environment, though. So let's let's pump the brakes on expecting him to fall apart. I guess. And expecting him to not have the offense to support him. There might be an opportunity where this guy gets traded into a, a, a situation like Buffalo or Philly or KC. Or we don't know what team's going to maybe go after him. The, 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 the Panthers would be smart to trade him. The Panthers would be very smart to trade him. They're not playing for anything. And, and they need future value, and he's going to fall off. Like, if it's not some point this year, which is possible, because his mileage and workload is through the roof, and we all fear he's going to get hurt and be out for the year at any moment, right? Everybody feels that way. You could say, oh, but I believe in him one more year. True, but you're afraid. Every time he goes in the field, don't tell me you're not petrified. Biting your nails. Your nails are, like, probably bleeding from you biting them if you're a McCaffrey owner. And you got Band-Aids all over your, your fingers on Sundays. You're scared to death of this guy. And I don't blame you. There's nothing wrong with that. That's logical. We're talking about this is logical season today. The word of the day is logical. Okay? We need to have a word of the day button. The word of the day. The word of the day. Logical. Okay, word of the day is logical, and and it is logical for you to sit here and say, uh, "What do I get from McCaffrey now while I can think about it?" Uh, consider trading him. It, it, there's definitely a good. It's a good idea to explore trading. Look at Brees Hall ripping off that touchdown on that replay. He looks so good. He looks so good doing it. 
He looks like, he looks like, I don't know. He looks like CMC meets JT meets some other player I can't even think of. And I don't know. He looks phenomenal. He looks matchup proof. He's barely getting the touches he needs, I think, too. Because if he's getting 20 totes on the ground, he's not getting the receptions. If he's getting the receptions, he's not getting the totes. And if the dude's getting both at the same time like Christian McCaffrey, we're going to see Christian McCaffrey out of Brees Hall. I'm so excited uh, uh, to, to see what's to come. You <laughs> know. So McCaffrey, he, he skates by seven receptions for 89 yards. There's always some big play that's getting him to the yardage total. So the touchdowns haven't been there. Hopefully he gets traded. If he gets traded, hopefully he gets traded in a good situation. Guys, this is going to be on a, this is going to be a pan. I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but panic chamber potential, even though he had that one long touchdown run, this offense isn't made for him. This offense is not made for him. He is not going to get the, this feels like Najee Harris right here, but he got lucky on the breakout run. This feels like Najee Harris's situation with a little bit more explosive, better back cap, capable of ripping off a big long touchdown run. Am, am I wrong? Does anybody feel like this feels like Najee Harris right here, but just capable of getting the, the big play, which saved his day? It, 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 there's the volume and the, the usage and the situation, the, the offense doesn't feel capable of supporting an old Dalvin Cook, the Dalvin Cook you're expecting to see. And if you don't sell Dalvin Cook off of this big game, I feel like you'll never get the value you could get right now for Dalvin Cook because he got 13 carries and he had a big, long touchdown run. He had he, he was doing absolutely nothing. The offense is not good for him. Send Dalvin Cook packing. Send Dalvin Cook packing. Don't don't hold on to him. Um Hunter says awful takes. Appreciate you, Hunter. I appreciate you regardless. Uh, I, I, I don't know. If there are awful takes, I don't know why you're here. But I still appreciate you. <laughs> What's he talking about? Awful takes. How is that an awful take? Please explain how this is an awful take. 13 carries, bro. In one long run, salvage his game. Tell me how this offense is great for him. This is not a good offense for Dalvin Cook, bro. It just isn't. I'm speaking facts. I think you just don't want to hear me because you own them, which I respect and I understand. But how on earth do you expect to get value from him the next week if he has 10 carries, bro? I mean, how are these awful takes? This is the most spot-on take you've ever heard in your life, Hunter. This is the this is facts, bro. This is this is this is school. You're telling your teacher that I don't know what I'm talking about. You're sitting in the chair. I'm standing at the front. I'm at the marker board, Hunter. I'm at the marker board. You're in the little cubicle desk. That's a one little thing you can barely get out of because you sat in it while your backpack was still on and you're stuck. Hunter, I'm trying to school you here. You could either go to the principal's office or sit and listen. Gotta be, gotta be, I'm, out, I'm out here trying to cook up a curriculum and I've got Hunter roasting me from the third row. He's not even in the front row because he was late to class, didn't get a good seat. Now he's trying to roast me from the middle. 
trade trade Mr. Cook before it's too late. I'm telling you. This guy right here. Now, there's a sell-high opportunity here because you don't know what's in store for Damian Harris. However, however, and maybe Hunter disagrees with me here, but Ramondre looked amazing, but he always looks amazing. He always looks amazing. He 19 carries, 76 yards, two touchdowns. That's a Ramondre Stevenson line, if I've ever seen one. This ain't no Dalvin Cook line. Uh, you know, 13 carry. This is a hunt. This is a Ramondre Stevenson line. Ramondre gets 18 totes of the rock. He's getting you about 80 to 120 yards and two touchdowns. This guy lives off two tutties. This is a two tutty guy. Okay. So if Ramondre gets fed, we're all happy. We're happy campers. We're absolutely loving life about this guy, Ramondre. Ramondre's Unbelievable. Smitty, I told you about Ramondre. Swaggy, you didn't tell me about Ramondre. I, I've told you about Ramondre. What are you talking about? You and you and Hunter are in detention together. What are you talking about? You told me about Ramondre. I love when people come into my live and try and tell me that, that they told me about something I told you. Didn't, no, you didn't tell me because I told you. What are you talking about, Swaggy? Told me about Ramondre. Bro, I've been touting Ramondre since he was a rookie in the preseason and saying this is the breakout running back that you need to own walking into last year, and he did really well at times. Absolutely love him. Ramondre Stevenson is a potential like anybody. Sell high or hold. Just because you sell high doesn't mean that he's not going to continue to blow up. Uh, he could continue to blow up. It's all on whether he gets used. But the one thing I love coming out of New England is that Bill Belichick says that you know when you ask when he was asked, "Do you trust him?" He's like, "Yeah." To to basically say trust him more than anybody, basically, and 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 that showed on the on the field. They handed him the football all the time. Four catches for 15 yards. That's four PPR points right there in receptions. He's he's amazing. He's amazing. I just worry about Harris coming back. So you need to at least entertain and listen. Hear what I'm saying. Because a lot of you are going to say, you can't trade Stevenson. I love Stevenson. you got to entertain the trade offer that comes your way. Um, you gotta you got to look at it and say to yourself, can I trade Stevenson and a wide receiver and go get a player I shouldn't be able to go near? Can I get rid of Stevenson and a wide receiver that's a wide receiver too, in theory, and then go and get like a Jamar, you know, a Jamar Chase before he becomes Jamar Chase again. Now Jamar Chase is untouchable. But maybe you get a JT using Stevenson in a wide receiver. And that's kind of what I'm saying. You, you do that and, and you can turn things around. So so use him if you need to. Leverage Stevenson if you need to build. And you need to get yourself out of a hole. And you can't really win with Stevenson if he leaves you hanging. Then entertain potential offers. But... Just know that I absolutely love Stevenson going forward. If he gets full-time work, if he gets 15 carries or more, then he's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, let's see. Smitty, I remember when you when I told you about Tom Brady 22 years ago. <laughs> Look, I, I've been doing this long enough. Tom Brady and I, sadly, Tom Brady, Brady and I have the same length of a career. In fantasy, in, in professional fantasy football, in his professional career, the same length. I when I entered the fantasy football space as a rookie 
analyst and, and full-time content provider. And granted, I did radio and the written content, the thefantasyfootballshow.com, which you can find right here. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. My written content and radio is what I did for a majority. You know, I've only done YouTube. This is my fourth year. So the video is new. The radio and the content I've been doing for since Tom Brady was a rookie. So, yeah, that's it's sad. That's sad. That, 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 him, he retires. I'm not retiring. I'm going another. Tw- Tom, go another 20 with me, pal. Go another 20, Tom. Deal, broski. Uh, you got nothing else to do. You, you got nothing at home waiting for you. You he left all that out on the table and decided to come back to football. Football over everything is what Tom Thomas' motto is. Justin Jefferson caught six of eight targets for 107 in the Vikings' Week Six win over the Dolphins. This guy, imagine if he got tutties. Imagine if he got tutties. I, I don't. I don't know what I'd do. This guy would. He's he's in, he's a top three overall player. Thank you, Richie. Appreciate you. Richie says, don't bother with other channels. Don't worry, the Super Chats are coming. I'm going to go after the Super Chats in a minute. JT is the the trap of the year. I don't think so, Zastro. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going after him hardcore after this week, bro. I'm going after him hardcore. Thank you, Blake. Appreciate you. I, I appreciate you, big guy. Okay, so um, Justin Jefferson, there's no, no news other than he, he is him. <laughs> so he, he's the real deal. Uh, Kenyon Drake, this could be one of the top waiver wire pickups of the week. What did I tell you about J.K. Dobbins? What did I tell you about J.K. Dobbins? Blake, Blake and, D- and D-Town and, and, and James Stark, tell them what I told them about J.K. We got somebody at the front door. Tell them what I told them about J.K. We got an Amazon delivery. J.K. Dobbins was a trap. J.K. Dobbins was a trap. And J.K. Dobbins was a must-sell. A must-sell. An absolute get-rid-of before you realized he was in a running back by committee that that isn't even accounting for the quarterback vulturing. And the quarterback's the number one running back on the team. So you have a quarterback that scores top priority to score touchdowns. The quarterback is the top priority for rushing yards. And you have a running back by committee behind that that's got Gus the Bus on the way. Not that I'm worried about Gus the Bus, but he's going to take carries. Um, Smitty was wrong about that. How was I wrong about JK? Anyways, Astro. <laughs> we, got, we got the hate coming out. We got the hate coming out tonight. Pittman or Debo after today? I mean, look. Pittman's going to be a potential runner for a a top 10 wide receiver go-getter going forward. So Debo's subject to to the downfalls of not only Shanahan, but Jimmy G. You should have Debo ranked ahead of Pittman, but if you go down, if you go down, you should, you know, to a, a, a Pittman from a, from a, a, a Debo Samuel, you should be getting more. So it's a crafty way to go get, Michael Pittman is like, you've got Debo. You're not going to give Debo straight up for him. But if you quietly like Pittman more, you get a whole bunch with it, bro. You get a whole bunch with it. Um. Anyway, appreciate you. Good, good buddy. Good buddy. Good pal. Okay. So we got to talk about this. Um, no, I'd rather, I'd rather Brees Hall over JT. And that's not to say I don't love going and getting JT. I want both of them. But Brees Hall is him, bro. He is him. There's no, there's no, there's no getting anybody else. 
they could be the number one running back. I'm, I'm not saying you trade for him at that level. If you don't have Brees Hall, it's over. You, you're not going and getting Brees Hall. You go get Brees Hall, you're going to destroy your team, sell the farm, and put yourself in a very vulnerable position with no backup support or depth or whatever, or even lineup support to help win. You're going to have Brees Hall, and that's it. You can't go get Brees Hall. It's over. Um. Yeah, J- JK was such an avoid, Silver. Um, he was just such a good sell. He, you, you had like gold in your hands for a moment, you know, where you could sell JK uh, uh, and Acres. Acres, oh God, Acres is such a disaster. Now Acres could get traded. It sounds like it isn't Acres walking away from the game. There's news that the that he wouldn't be back with the team, and he, he left because of personal reasons. And everybody thought maybe. This is one of those situations where Akers is going to quit football or something like Calvin Ridley or maybe he got hurt again. But it looks like they're going to potentially look to trade him. But don't think teams are just going to go get Akers. Coming off an Achilles injury, averaging like three and a half yards per carry. Nobody wants Akers. If someone's going to get a player, they're going to go get a Kareem Hunt. You know, they're not going to go get Akers. Maybe it all takes is one team. But Akers was a complete avoid. I mean... Give me a break. What was that? What was that? Uh, oh, that was silver. Uh, Taysom Hill. We got to dress the elephant in the room. Look, Taysom Hill didn't have his best game, but, I mean, he had 39 rushing yards, you know, a shot for a couple. Like, th- he was involved. The touchdown opportunities were present in there. I'm still starting him next week in a handful of leagues. I don't care. Like, I had Pitts and Taysom Hill in a lot of leagues. He still scored you uh, 39, let's see, 39, uh, so about four or five, about seven, eight points, depending on your scoring. And that that was still decent. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't what everybody expected. But that's going to be the nature of Taysom Hill. You put Taysom Hill on your bench, he's going to blow up again. He's going to kind of be like that. Um, And that's okay. But they're still going to use him. I think they fully want to get this guy involved. And I think that, you know, what happened? Uh, They lost the game. So they need to get him involved because when he's involved, they score points. So I fully think that the Taysom Hill could be overlooked walking into this week, and people might cut him. Packers running back Aaron Jones looked disastrous. Rushed nine times for 19 yards. Uh, admittedly, he was on my buy low list walking into this week, and I, I, I feel like, of course, I'm always wrong on that this week. But I'm still looking at him as a dirt cheap buy low because we know what Aaron Jones does. He'll go away. He'll come back. He'll go away. This right here isn't about Aaron Jones as much as it is about nine carries. Um, so if he gets fed, he'll be very, very good. Uh, if if you're able to, if you're able to get him like for a wide receiver that you're you're maybe del- you have a dilemma each week at your wide receiver three because your wide receivers are lit. Go try and get Aaron Jones on the cheap. Um, he's hard to trust. I get it, but at a flex in a flex role with a bunch of bye weeks and injuries, Aaron Jones is a fantastic player to acquire because I guarantee you that your team isn't so stacked, or maybe there's a couple of you, but most people their teams are so stacked, aren't aren't so stacked that if you have a bunch of bye weeks coming up and you have a bunch of injuries, that you aren't going to be able to use an Aaron Jones as a running back two or even a flex option at the very least. So definitely look to acquire him on the cheap. We'll have more on that as the, the week unveils. Now it is time 
to get to your super chats. I appreciate every single one of you that's already dropped a super chat. Avi says Tyreek, CMC, Barkley, ball in two and four, uh, got a, a, a win wild week. Tyreek, CMC, Barkley, balling. Okay, yeah, I mean that that's those are those are amazing options for your team. Tyreek still getting it done. Uh, surprisingly, I I still worry about that situation, but Tua is coming back next week. Now, will Tua take one hit and be out? I don't know. I I very much fear that nobody knows what's going to happen to Tua or how his brain or situation, how he's his body is going to respond to any situation that he's presented with where there's high impact because you can't really test for it. And no one really knows what could happen if he got hit and blindsided or helmet to helmet or whatever. And will he see ghosts? Will he be timid? We don't, we don't know. But Tyreek Hill proved today that, I mean, if you got him, you got him. Okay? If you could sell him high, sure. If you could sell him safely, Sure. But other than that, you're not selling low or panicking to a point where you're getting rid of him because he can get the yardage if he needs to get the yardage. He's so elusive. He's so quick. McDaniel knows how to use him. Waddle's kind of the same way, but Waddle's a lot more vulnerable to having dud weeks. So panic on Waddle more than on Tyreek if, like, let's say the quarterback situation gets crazy again. At least we know Tyreek can survive it. Waddle's not surviving it very well. And so Waddle, you need to be, you'd be, be a little bit more worried about. But c- congrats on the on the win in the wild week, Avi. Appreciate you. Should I have won? I should sh- I should have won two hundred dollars off of underdog, but they didn't count my pick um, when I had Mike Evans having more receiving yards than Nazi. I know, bro. I did. I, did you do the ticket? I did. <sighs> so bummed about this ticket. It, the ticket landed except for that one pick. So if you go to the Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty, um, they'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. So go to Underdog. The link is in the description. I'm going to drop the link in the live chat right now. But Underdog Fantasy, it's so amazing because they have this thing called uh, Rivals. And you can pick uh, which player and their spreads. you got to be careful of the spreads. But you pick which player that you think is going to beat out the other player. And here was the ticket that I had where I had Brees Hall um, versus Michael Carter. Brees Hall versus Michael Carter, W. Uh, Tom Brady over Kenny Pickett, W. Um, Dalvin Cook over Madison. I barely got that one on that breakout run. And then the bottom one, Lamar Jackson versus um, J.K. Dobbins rushing yards. And then the one that got me was you had a 49.5 spread receiving yards between Najee Harris and Mike Evans and on that ticket on this one I dropped it live with you guys I spent um I think it was 10 bucks for $200 so if you get all those right for 10 bucks you you win $200 see all the greens down the side and then the one red Mike Evans Mike Evans got 42 yards all he needed to get was 50 yards receiving eight more yards and Mike Evans would have won that ticket 200 bucks off of 10 so play underdog it's so fun the rivals are so fun. Uh, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Just go to the link that's pinned in the live chat. Go to the link that's in the description if you're watching the replay. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. So, um, sorry but sorry to hear. They have the insurance, bro, where you can still win half your money by doubling your, your entry in, in case it doesn't work out. Uh, should I have should have won $200 off Underdog? Um, <clears throat> they haven't responded to me yet. What do I do? What do you mean they didn't count it? Count it. They didn't count my pick for when I had Evans having more receiving yards. 
I think you're not looking at the spread. You got to see this. There's a spread there. See where Najee? Najee has 50, uh, 49.5 plus. So I bet you anything you think that that was straight up is what I'm guessing, bro. So Hero, you probably didn't win it. Um, I, they, rarely, they rarely have mistakes. It, you needed to win by this spread. Mike Evans needed to have 50 yards to, to Najee's seven for you to have won that spread. But the, the rest of the ticket won, bro. We did that. That ticket was fire. It was Mike Evans should have had 50 yards receiving. That was a crazy, crazy day. Um, but yeah, I, I don't control what goes on at underdog. You have to contact them. But I'm pretty sure I know what, what's going on. And that's probably what it is. You don't realize that there's a spread there. Sugar Mama sent me $50 to use on underdog. Felt like supporting my guy Smitty. Uh, what do you do with Jeff Wilson now? Looking probably uh, trade him straight up for, let's see who we can do. Jeff Wilson straight up for Pittman's gone. That would have been an easy swap last week, bro. Pittman would have been great. Uh, now it's 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 by low season on, um, if I'm throwing out a couple names, bro, I'm going to say you could buy low on Waddle, potentially. His owners are, are mad at him. T. Higgins, I bet you could get T. Higgins. Those will be two good buy lows. DK potentially, um, Alave potentially, Pittman no longer, buy low window closed, Hollywood Brown potentially if you want to go that route, but remember Hopkins is coming back, maybe Hopkins, you can make a trade for Hopkins, uh, Joe Mixon probably not enough to get Joe Mixon, but maybe you throw something in to get Joe Mixon who looked pretty good, and uh, Travis Etienne potentially, Brian Robinson potentially, those are options that I would explore. Uh, and those are a lot of those are one for one. A lot of combination ones. We are endless options that we could use for combination trades. You know, we're throwing somebody in. But appreciate both your super chats, good buddy, and I appreciate your support. And I hope I'm wrong and you did win that ticket, but I'm pretty sure that's what's going on because I have the same tick. I have the same thing. Mike Evans and, and Najee. It's the same spread. I got Swift and Mooney for Mixon, Monty, and Herbert. Swift and Mooney for Mixon, Monty, and Herbert. I assume that's Khalil Herbert, and if it is. Then you've just been Smitty approved. Got him. Nice work, bro. Nice work. Uh, Ricardo, Najee, and Lockett Evans for deep. What is Lockett Evans? What does that mean? Najee and Lockett Evans. If that means Lockett or Evans, like. Evans is way better than Lockett, so of course I wouldn't put him in. I'm not sure what that means. For Debo, uh, I would give Najee and Lockett for Debo in a heartbeat. I would not give Najee and Evans for Debo just because Evans had a bad game. But um, definitely would do that Lockett trade, my guy. That one's that one's a cakewalk. That's easy. That's easy as can be. Tyler with a super chat traded Hill and Henderson for AJ Brown, St. Brown. Is that good? Uh, Taysom Hill and Henderson for A.J. Brown and St. Brown? Come on. Are are you just trying to get on the the wizard board, bro? King 25, code 428. Dispatch, Vito, Popo. Popo's been dispatched. King 25, out. I bet that's Tyreek Hill. I bet that's Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. Tyreek Hill and Henderson for A.J. Brown and St. Brown. That's got to be Tyreek Hill. Uh, Even so, I'm going to say that's been approved, though. Just been Smitty That's got to be Tyreek Hill. That's got to be Tyreek Hill. No problem, Hero. Appreciate you. I just kind of put that together. 
And and if it is Tyreek Hill, then uh, it's still good, but it's not it's not uh, it's not uh, sorcery material, but it is, it is very good. Travis with a, a ten dollars. Travis, my guy. 10.5 Hertz, AJ Brown, CD, CMC, JT, Waller, Walker, Walker, baby, Alave, Benches, B Rob, ETN, ETN, baby, uh, London, Herbert, Garrett Wilson, Rashad White, Pacheco, Dino, IR, uh, about to lose by 20 and fall to 2 and 4. Any advice? Um, God, it hurts, AJ Brown. Well, you have, you have Hertz going though, right? I mean, I don't know, bro. So, let's see here. AJ Brown, CD, CMC, JT, Waller. No, because, like, your team's fire, man. I mean, AJ Brown, the only guy I'm looking to maybe deal is CMC. I'm sorry, CD Lamb. Trade CD Lamb, and and who knows if you'll be able to get what you want after this week. We'll see. CD Lamb and B-Rob. For just one better wide receiver. C.D. Lamb and B-Rob for Diggs. For Adams, bro. You know, especially with the bye week. He's already out of the way. He might get suspended, who knows. But if you get if you get Adams off the bye, coming off the bye week, he has no bye. And you trade you trade C.D. from B-Rob for him. That's amazing. I'd throw in Garrett Wilson and act like that's something. Sure, go on Garrett Wilson, here you go. You know, you do that, Travis, and you're in the you're in you're in the you're in the driver's seat. Hertz, AJ Brown, CD, CMC, JT, Waller, Walker, Olave. You know, Olave and CD for a, a Diggs or an Adams potentially too. Although I do love Olave a lot. Those are all good options for you, man. And, and your team's fire. I know you're gonna you, you think you're about to be two or four. Maybe you won't though. I mean, you still got you still got players playing. So um, if you end up two and four, let's say. I, I would venture to say that your team is going to be one of the more scary teams down the stretch, and you're going to win way more games than you lose going forward. You're going to make the playoffs because you have at least two wins. It's not like you're 0-5, bro, or turning 0-6. You know, you're you're at, at worst going to be 2-4, and four, and I think you're going to win a bunch of games going forward with JT coming back. Keep the faith, my guy. That is a, that is a really good squad. Um, you don't even have to make a move at all. That's a, Everybody in here is going to tell you that's a fire team's. They're going to think your team is absolutely crazy. Uh, should have traded Hollywood. Yeah, he was a, he was definitely a good a good sell. I mean, we, 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 we tossed out a bunch of scenarios selling Hollywood. We talked about it all Friday and Saturday, too, that Hollywood, with, with Hopkins coming back, I mean, we had somebody say, hey, Smitty, why do you think Hopkins is going to take away Hollywood's value? It's because Hollywood is flying high right now and and a potential number one wide receiver coming in to get target shares coming onto the roster next week. Like, it it was easy to see coming. Like, Hollywood, not that Hollywood Brown's bad game had anything to do with that, but the fact that he could be up and down on top of maybe the number one wide receiver hasn't been on the roster all year, there's a lot of reason to be concerned about Hollywood maintaining anything close to his current value. So Hollywood was one of the better sell wide receivers for sure, but you can still maybe get rid of him, bro. Don't you know just p- package in another player with him, and maybe you can you can kind of get what you were almost about to get. Um, thanks to Hall and Walker, I won the last two weeks. Congratulations to the moon. Walker and Hall are phenomenal. 
Most people that have Javante, you know, that, that have watched the show and they drafted Javante, they're very, very down and out. At least we all collectively, like majority of people that have Javante have Pierce and Walker or Hall and Pierce or Hall and Walker. So there is some some good that came out of the, the, the clumping of these players together and the way that we promoted them. Walker's going to save a lot of seasons based on Javante going down. Hall's going to save a lot of seasons where we got Brees Hall. Um, we're going to we're going to win a lot of leagues with Pierce falling. You know, early on before his value vaulted up, we were getting him left and right at sixth and seventh round value territories. So those guys are going to come in and save the day. Etn, uh, we drafted him high in a lot of leagues, right? And he's finally coming around. So I do have faith that Etn is going to eventually pull his weight. Hertz, Dalvin, Swift, Mike Williams, Higgins, Devontae, Goddard, Bench, Wilson, Mostert, Madison, DeVernay, Alec Pierce, Rashad White. Should I do them three and three? Hertz, Dalvin. I'm trading Dalvin, as you heard me at the top of the show. If you missed that, go watch that You know, detailed breakdown as to why I don't want Dalvin Cook on my team and why I'm, why I'm trading him away. And maybe you could get into JT using Dalvin and maybe Mike Williams. Maybe Mike Williams ends up being a, a piece of this that helps you get rid of, uh, you know, one risk and go into another that I like and I'm more willing to take on. I'm more willing to take on the risk that is JT than I am going down this path with uh, Dalvin Cook, where I think the volume is just not there. Punch that thumb up button. We got 200 people in the in the building. Uh, I know the game started, so we we might not be here much longer once we get through the super chats. We'll see. Um, very very good team though, bro capable of, of bouncing back I think you know Swift you, ha- you have the bye week out of the way that's a huge advantage okay um, but trading Wilson and Dalvin away for JT would be a league winning move for you try that one and then and then if you have to go the Mike Williams route go the Mike Williams route um, getting a Pittman would have been a great for that team as well Pittman is is phenomenal and, and it's too late now but that those you got to get those things done before they become that again that's why Pittman was one of the best go-gets on this show for for the whole week um, because once he got there he's he's back to wide receiver one back to wide receiver one Gabe Davis untouchable now at a, at a reasonable price Pittman untouchable there are still players like that Swift is one of them which you have might be untouchable St. Brown can be had a lot lower than you should be able to get him St. Brown will be on the buy low list this week. Evans had more than Najee. Why did they cheat us? Um, Evans had more than Najee. Why did they cheat us? Because it's a spread. Like, if you look at the spread, bro, it says uh, it says Najee plus 49.5. That means Najee starts off with 49.5 lead. But because he only got what we predicted, a very low amount, seven yards, um... Mike Evans had to outscore him. You know what I'm saying? So Mike Evans didn't get it done. He didn't score more than four. He had to score. He had to score 50, 50 yards to Najee scoring zero yards to, to the, for that to make sense. There's a spread on there. Appreciate you, hero. Um, I have Brady, Jay Mixon, Cook, B. Rob, Debo, London, B. Cooks, DJ Moore. Okay, two and four. This game's boring already. Um, Brady, Mixon, Cook. Mixon's hard to sell, and I'm a little excited about him right now, so I'm okay 
with Mixon right now, staying on your roster because I don't think he'll get what he's valued at. Cook, I'm selling. I'm getting JT. I talk about it all the time. JT, give up Cook and, and B Cooks. Give up Cook and DJ Moore. Give up Cook and one of your tight ends. Maybe the 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 JT owner struggling at tight end. Go look at his tight ends and see if he has a, a bad you know tight end situation on his team. And maybe you give him whichever one he wants. Um, throw in Eli Mitchell. Throw in Drake, Drake London. But if you could turn Dalvin Cook into JT, I think you've got something here. That, that would be my piece of advice. The other wide receivers that I would go by low on, Higgins. We talked about Higgins a little bit earlier. Higgins would be fantastic to get somehow DJ Moore and Cooks for Higgins. Higgins is disappointing people. You know, a tight end. If, he, if the Higgins owner needs a tight end, Everett or Higby would be Cooks. Maybe he does that. Maybe London in one of those tight ends would get it done. You might have to explore trading B. Robinson. B. Robinson straight up for a wide receiver like Higgins or if A.J. Brown struggles all night long or something. You know, they're, they're, you're going to have to go the route of using B. Robinson. Use B. Robinson. Get out of Cook. Cook and B. Robinson for J.T., uh, Cook and Cooks for JT, um, Higby or Everett with Brandon Cooks and Dalvin Cook for JT and something. Go those directions first and then circle back and we'll try and fix this team and get, get you where to, to where you need to be, pal. KCM started Dion Jackson on your advice, 28 plus points. KCM, baby. Getting a WKCM. Atta boy. Dion was a pretty good play. Pretty, pretty good play, bro. Uh, glad you were able to grab him and play him in time. Congrats on that one, big dog. That's it. That's it, I think, for today. Get your Breeze's Piece of Shirt. Link in the description. Get on over to fantasy, uh, thefantasyfootballshow.com. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get your one-on-one text advice. Your boy, Smitty. Literally has a text line where I answer your phone, your your text your text messages all day long. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Every Monday through Friday, I'm live whenever news breaks, and I'm also live at midnight, pretty much every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I take Mondays and Wednesday uh, graveyard shift off, but I'm live every Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. So we're constantly live. My voice is always shot. You can. You can hear it in my voice constantly. I'm always out, out of, out of uh, unable to talk by the end of the night. <clears throat> but uh, that's the nature of what I do. Appreciate you all. I'll see you all later. I'm going to watch this game. I'm glad we were able to recap. The The waiver wire show will be tomorrow, so get ready for that. Uh, uh, Kenyon Drake will probably be near the top of that list, if not at the top. But we'll break it all down, do it live. Congrats to everybody that's got Brees Hall. Kenneth Walker, Damian Pierce on the bye, the Joe, the Joe Burrow and and uh, and uh, Jamar Chase, Jamar. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. And then, of course, the tripod brought to you by uh, Joe Burrow. And uh, Hertz, who's going to do better, don't worry. Hertz is playing right now. He's got time. Hertz and A.J. Brown, Jamar Chase, Burrow, and, of course, the monster running back brothers. We got Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker. Absolute, absolute monsters. Congrats to everybody. 
that had a great week six. Now go get them. Appreciate the super chats. Let me let me just look at the chat real quick and see what you got. Um, we can do a. How about we do a quick speed round? Quick speed round. Very very fast. It is time for the speed question and answer segment. Very very fast. We're not doing. We'll do two minutes. Two minute speed round. Go. Go, 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 go. Monster Bros. Monster Bros. That's right. Smitty put in the work. Thank you, Hazard. Appreciate you. Uh, Cook and AJB for Taylor and Alave. Cook and AJB for Taylor and Alave. Give me Taylor and Alave, bro. I don't trust Dalvin Cook. And I know some might might not trust... uh, I know some of you might not trust uh, um, uh, JT, but that's right. Pancakes, that's right. Smitty, why didn't you... Spitty, why you didn't warn us it was time to scoop up Kenneth Walker off waivers? <laughs> I hope I hope this is real. I'm gonna put that there to see if he's real. That's probably a, that's probably just a funny troll joke, but <laughs> uh, trade Cook for Hall. Take Hall, bro. Take Hall. Um, Saquon, Taysom Hill, Hollywood, or Mark Andrews, DK. Uh, Mills, Saquon, Taysom Hill, Hollywood, or Mark Andrews, DK Mills. Uh, give me, give me uh, Saquon, Saquon side. Mixon and Pittman for JT and Debo. Give me JT and Debo, and I'm running. I'm running. Ta- Tyreek top three and Barkley CMC top three running backs potentially. Drop Dobbins and pick up ETN. I would. You know, if you can trade JK, I would try and trade him. Uh, I have the Burrow and Chase stack along with uh, Walker. Nice job. According to uh, Oregon, I didn't warn anybody. (laughs) I think he's trolling. He's got to be trolling. I'm waiting to see if he's serious. I'd love it if he was serious. I'd love to have a conversation with him about it. (laughs) Drop Dobbins and pick up ET. Oh, yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Uh, what's up with Dalton Schultz? Is he inactive? I don't know what's up with Schultz, bro. He's he's just a, an avoider stash right now. Um, I think he, yeah, I don't think he, I think he, he re-injured his PCL, so I don't think he's playing tonight, right? So no. Saquon, Taysom Hill, Hollywood, or Mark, uh, I think you already asked that, bro. I think you just copied and pasted it. Mixon Pittman, I think I got all these questions here. Drop CEH or Dobbins. And pick up ETN. I mean, I dropped Dobbins for ETN. I don't drop CEH yet, but I, but I don't. I, I mean, I looked to trade him. Yeah, he was an inactive. Yeah, he was an inactive. Big fan, my man. Thank you. But are you? Were you serious about that, or were you just joking? I think you were just joking. But I, w- I was curious. Because people do that. They come in and like something I've said more than anybody in the history of fantasy football on a player somebody will come in and go why didn't you tell me about this player like bro did the entire offseason and I actually did on the waiver wire show on top of that um yeah Schultz has been uh just messing around okay I figured you were I figured you were appreciate your support AJ Brown doing AJ Brown things I like how the guy goes up to him points to the Megatron (laughs) so that's you that's you you're him Smitty is was Mike Williams not Mills? That's 
why I copy and pasted. It's Saquon Taysom Hill in Hollywood or Mark Andrews DK and I'm sorry. I did I say Mills? I didn't mean to say Mills, but I still it doesn't change anything, bro. Saquon. Saquon Hollywood probably, bro. I mean it's arguable. You know, DK Mike Williams. If Mike Williams continues, I think the Saquon's is so valuable. I don't know. Four and O leagues with this week, Burrow Chase Walker Hall. Absolutely phenomenal NPR. Nice job. Left on my bench, Burrow for Brady. Melvin. Why, Melvin? Why would you do that? Had Chase and Hall, though. Congrats, my man. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Appreciate every single one of you. Thank you for all the super chats. You guys rock. Again, live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday, and your boy Smitty's live whenever news breaks. And I'm live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight Eastern. I'll see you all later. Get breached. Get breached.